Hello, creators. You are backstage with Patreon, where we open the curtain on how to build a thriving business on Patreon. I'm Brian Keller from the Creator Success Team. And today's guest is Sam Havison, the product manager in charge of the community product at Patreon and co-founder of Patreon's Women in Product Group. She's worked on consumer products, not just at Patreon, but also at Twitter, where she built products that help people compose tweets and share media, and Amazon on the photo and video experience for Alexa devices. Sam has a deep connection with the creator space as a musician and songwriter herself, having just released music from her debut EP. So is the perfect person to talk about Patreon's overall community product vision. So let's get started with Sam Havison on Backstage with Patreon. And we've got to start there. You're a musician yourself, so you must be building community with with your listeners, your fans uh, as well. What does that meant to you as you are now releasing uh, some of your music more widely? Thanks, Brian. So great to be chatting with you today. Hey, everybody. I'm Sam. I am so thrilled to be here. And I think the heart of the question is how I feel about letting my art out into the world, letting my music out into the ether. And it's super exciting. I've been a multidisciplinary person my whole life. I've always been a creative and I've deeply believed in not just being creative in one lane, but in many lanes. So, you know, as a product manager, I get to build experiences, work with great teams. But as an artist, I get to also work with collaborators on bringing music to life. So, you know, the process of Uh, writing music, recording it, editing it, finding the sound. You know, this has been an awesome journey for me to also work with other musicians and producers to to get my project uh, where where I'm I'm super happy. So as putting music out there is a very vulnerable act, it's been one that I've been really grateful to be able to do at the same time that I've been building product experiences for these types of people. So by being a creator and musician myself and going through the process of, you know, writing and recording and then finally putting some of this music out, I've gained a deep amount of empathy for the creators, artists, podcasters, you know, creative folks that we serve. It's brought me so much closer to their needs, their vulnerabilities, and what ultimately gives way to the types of products that we can build to make those easier, to make those um, more delightful. You know, for me, it's quite exciting. And uh, I love the response. I love hearing from people who support me in my life, friends and family, and then others who have discovered my sound, who are really just great sounding boards for what I can do next, what other type of music they're hoping to hear from me. And so it's been an awesome process. All right. Well, that's a great way to kick off our talk about community. Yep. And Patreon actually hasn't had a product manager and a team um, focus on building community product uh, for that long. Why was now the right time for Patreon to invest in this area, for you to to come on and, and really lead this effort? Yeah. So it's such a momentous moment, I think, not only for Patreon, but also for our market and our industry to to take a stance that productizing community is really the heart of the creator economy. Creators would be nothing without their audiences, without their fans. And so thinking through how those communities show up, how those communities engage, and how those communities connect has been at the heart of my work for a very long time. As you shared prior to Patreon, 
I spent a lot of time working on these types of content creation experiences and um, ultimately uh, sharing experiences with communities when I was at Twitter. It's a really, you know, sort of important part of my life to think thoughtfully about how do people put work out there? How do people share ideas? And how is that ultimately met by an audience, met by a community of people who those ideas, who that work, who that art resonates with? So I think in 2023 for Patreon, you know, to build a team around community and to really invest in product experiences is just sort of like a great moment for us to be at the forefront here. Now, look, Patreon is really by by building this team and by sort of embarking on this journey of building these products saying, you know, we're not only going to facilitate this direct line to community, but we're actually going to be in the trenches with creators and their fans listening and learning and productizing solves for some of their biggest problems. Patreon has always been a safe space for shared art and community between creators and their most passionate fans. But we've actually seen, you know, more now than ever, a need for a direct line to community, right? A direct line to really what is your true fans, one that is unencumbered by algorithms or intermediaries, right? Patreon has this opportunity to really build for the first time what I would call true reach for those true fans. This ensures that your true fans are getting the direct access and timely updates to consume, you know, what that art and work and ideas ultimately is intended to be from the creator. Yeah. And I know you're really passionate about not just having smart people at Patreon go and, and build this and, and solve it, but really talking to creators, really walking in their shoes, understanding what they're going through. What are some of the ways that you're already having those kind of conversations and, and getting that input from creators directly? Yeah. So, you know, I think at the heart of product development is really making sure that you're co-building with the end customer. In this case, we want to be co-building with creators to make the future of community products on Patreon be ones that reflect the needs of, of creators, right? But even taking that a step further, we've gotten pretty close in the product development life cycle with members and fans directly too. And so making sure that we are co-building this experience to deliver these community products with members and fans, finding out what their needs are in addition to the needs of creators has been so important. You know, we often hear from our research and from our discussions with creators that Patreon is really your inner circle. It's where you can connect with these true fans, right? And on the fan side, we've heard that Patreon is the home for creator communities where fans really actually have this opportunity to connect with creators in such a personal way, in addition to being able to connect with other true fans. But where the opportunity has really lied is thinking through, well, what are the actual opportunities for us lighting up fandom? If this is where the home of true fans is, like, what does it look like to actually make fandom come to life even more? So, you know, to date, there's been um, sort of a, a number of these types of experiences, but they've just been the start. That includes things like commenting on posts. That includes things like a third party integration with Discord where you can gather with those fans. And these are great starting points for fans to be able to express and connect. But our real hope and promise is to productize fandom, to give them a native space to gather, chat, engage, go deeper 
inside of the membership, you know, within the broader Patreon offering. And so for us, I think a lot of what product development, deep research, deep data and insights has shown us is that there's an opportunity for more community native tools and experiences to be delivered that help creators meet their fans where they are and for true fans to actually have the promise of of fandom under their fingertips. So we've been taking a very pragmatic approach here to make sure that it's leading with this co-creation, co-build mindset. Yeah, and continuing on that co-creation idea, community for a creator is built on not just what the creator does, but also how their members interact, how maybe their collaborators or, or team are part of that. How do you think about the different roles that all those people play and how they can all have the right experience and tools to make that community really flourish? Yeah, this is such a great question, which is just who are all of the uh, individuals that make up a community and what is their contribution? Now, let's specifically talk about a creator community, the ones that we are lighting up on Patreon, right? A creator is of course the beacon of the membership, right? You are there because you're passionate about supporting this individual or this set of individuals in the case that there are you know, more than one person who is creating for you. We see this uh, a ton with sort of podcast hosts in that sort of respect, it would be sort of two individuals. But, you know, the creator is really sort of the leader, if you will, the reason to show up. And so based off of what trickles down from those creators, you then have a group of people who are gathering because they have an affinity for that offering. They have an affinity for the creator who has, you know, stoked the fire to provide work and art to be consumed around those those passions, right? But what you really have is a group of people who are saying, hey, we're true fans of this individual, but we're also true fans of this topic, this moment that they're bringing to life. And so what I think is really important in a community is that you honor those fans who also have ideas and contribution and who have commentary that actually is quite important upon the work. Now, the heart of fandom is being able to converse and discuss, right? And share ideas about the thing that you have just enjoyed, just consumed, just participated upon, right? This is really a multiplayer experience. It's not, I consume this in isolation of others. It's really, I'm here to consume this, but because I'm a part of something bigger than myself. And so I would say within the community, the fans really are given this, this unique role to contribute in a way where they can facilitate discussion, where their ideas and feedback shape the future of the work, right? And the future of what that next podcast episode might cover. It's really the role of the fans stepping up as a leader within the community facilitating that space to discuss and converse that I think makes a community quite dynamic. Now, other roles within the community that play, you know, a huge part in what it becomes are also what I would call trusted leaders, trusted moderators. These are a few folks from the community, which could be fans or could be teammates or could be on the staff of the creator, but they've been delegated some level of responsibility on behalf of the creator or in some cases on behalf of the community itself. And what those individuals are really responsible for is what I would say is governance, right? Governance of a community. 
making sure that the expectations, norms, and behaviors are adhering to a set of guidelines that make the most sense for the creator. And these guidelines might be really unique and specific to the overall energy, vibe, tenor of that creator, right? It shifts and changes. Patreon is, of course, a membership platform. We also have our community guidelines that we hope elevate and uplift the unique needs and guidelines of each creator community. So they're kind of in tandem. But really the role of sort of those admins, those mods, those trusted fans is to make sure that the whole community is adhering to something bigger than themselves. And that that really the fabric of that governance makes everyone have a more enjoyable experience. It's really a code of conduct that winds up making everybody have such a better experience, such a high quality experience without the presence of it, right? And so I think, Brian, the heart of your question is like, is a community successful only because of a creator? And the answer really to that is that there are so many specific roles and actors that play a part, right, in a creator community being successful. And we're so excited, I think, on the community product team to listen to those unique needs, to productize those unique needs of all of those individual actors, which ultimately make it possible for a creator to be able, you know, to sustain this membership. We think the value add of fans stepping up and and sort of fan-led community is one where the creator actually has this benefit that doesn't always hinge on them. Sometimes it really comes down to them getting back to the work, them getting back to the studio, them getting back to creating, and their fans really having this opportunity to sustain that benefit even in their absence. So we're quite intentional about those roles and honoring within the product experiences we build ways to make it super easy dependent on what role you're in. Yeah, I think that really highlights that creators can feel more confidence around this ability to embrace community. My team talks to creators that they don't want to open the floodgates kind of around it, but you've really shown lean on your your fans, your members who want to step up, want to take on this role as your collaborators who, who can really play a role. And it doesn't have to mean that the creator is always there, always participating. Yeah. I mean, the biggest hypothesis that we have, and this is the one we're so excited about being product driven about hypotheses at the end of the day should be proven through testing and learning and gathering data and gathering insights. But, you know, the core of the hypothesis that we we want to sort of validate over time and tweak and tune um, to ultimately reflect the needs of, of creators and their fans is can fandom actually generate its own value outside of a creator's work? Right. When a community becomes self-sustaining, can it drive participation and long-term retention ultimately, you know, on Patreon? And this is a win for creators who, again, get to sort of step back and get back to the thing that they want to do, which is making more of the stuff that they love. And it also gives a lot more um, agency, right, to their communities to sustain fandom on their own. Yeah. And the other thing you touched on is needing to create this safe space, the code of conduct, the, the vibe you want to create there. And I think that's another concern creators have. They've had some element of comments and responses and, and those community elements on other platforms. And, and it's tough. Those things can be toxic and, and not a place where you want to spend your time. How do we sure. try to make sure in the long term on Patreon, these are going to be enriching, nurturing, awesome places to hang out for creators and their members? Yeah, this is such a, a such an important topic, which is 
um, just how do we ultimately facilitate community, but ensure that it's done in a high quality, worth my time way, right? Quality reflects that this is an experience you're having where it was worth your time, where you learned something, where you were exposed to new information, where you walked away feeling inspired, invigorated, um, where maybe new viewpoints actually led you to new conclusions. I mean, the purpose of community at the end of the day is to have like-minded people come together to discuss, but also to make sure that the discussion that flows through those individuals you know, leave space and room for disagreement, but healthy discussion in those disagreements. Because at the end of the day, what we want is for people to grow and for individuals to grow. They ultimately need to be exposed to new ideas and new information that they otherwise may have not come across themselves and maybe have not been able to think about to arrive at sort of new um, new conclusions. So for us, I think, like, how does that translate into safety? Well, safety ultimately should be that people feel comfortable having healthy discourse. They feel that they have permission to discuss and speak freely, but that there is a code of conduct and a sort of governance within that space that says, hey, we're all here with the right intentions. We're all here to uplift the quality of this space. We're all here to share ideas with goodwill and good intention, right? And so what we don't want is for there to be a one-way street, right? We want there to be a two-way street. We think dialogue is actually the heart of a community product experience. Dialogue actually, to facilitate dialogue, what you really need is for people to feel safe sharing, right? That's what we found fundamentally in our research is that participation, the core of participation is safety and belonging. You've got to feel like you belong here, that your ideas can be embraced. And so I think a big thing for us to make sure that we tap into is this sort of incredible element of true fans. This is really the truest of fans on the internet for that creator. You can find them here on Patreon. And so that level of belonging and safety comes by default. And that's a real added benefit of what we have relative to other places on the internet, other platforms, other apps, other solutions where you may govern, you know, congregating with your community. Patreon really offers, hey, this is a space for true fans. And what comes with true fans is quality, is safety, is belonging, is I see you, I hear you, let's talk about it, let's discuss, let's open the floodgates for new thinking because we're here with good intention, right? And so I think for us, we want to sort of that's sort of the philosophy. Now, the downstream of it is, what do you do when people aren't feeling safe, right? And so we have taken a pretty thoughtful approach. This is research-backed, data-backed, which is that we believe the reactivity of platforms who are choosing what content should stay up or not on a platform is one approach that you know you could take here. And of course, Patreon has a community guideline and it is quite important that creators and their fans uphold the tenor and the tenets of our community guidelines. However, we also want to make sure that these spaces 
are reflective of the creator and the norms and the expectations of that true fandom. And so what that winds up actually looking like, Brian, is what we're calling true ownership and decentralized ownership. And we're actually going to go a step further here and say that creators are owners of their membership. This is the creator's space. This is their house. This is their home. And so just like you would imagine for a dinner party, a host of a dinner party may be saying, hey, this is being co-hosted with, you know, someone I really trust um, who's going to help facilitate the conversation, who's going to help facilitate the culture and the vibes of this dinner party, we're also going to bring that to life through having trusted moderators. And trusted moderators are going to be able to assist creators in upholding the standards and the guidelines of their creator space, of their creator community. And ultimately, I think this is going to actually push ownership to the community directly in a way that really the internet going forward wants to get back to. Um, So decentralization, ownership, moderation, really putting it in the hands of creators, putting in the hands of trusted moderators that the creators can delegate to, making sure that these at the end of the day are communities run by and for the creator is what we're aiming to productize. And sort of going back to what I said earlier about safety, People want to participate when they feel that they have a sense of safety and belonging. It's in the best interest of the creator. It's in the best interest of the fan. It's in the best interest of the mod to find ways to facilitate that, to uphold that. And we're here, Patreon is here to make that easier, to make sure that facilitation has uh, an an ease, a, a decrease in friction so that people can get back to what they want to do at the end of the day, which is to express, share ideas, discuss, converse, and feel connection. Um, so safety and belonging is really, you know, sort of the, the guiding tenant of how we are approaching this. Yeah, and that's exciting how we're going to be richly building that in where creators set the rules, set the guidelines, shape that. But also to remind creators, they also have that kind of control now in the current Patreon product, the way they decide what they share in their welcome notes, how they respond to messages and comments and, and all those things that, that we know creators can and, and should be shaping right now. Well, let's just end with one note for creators. If they're excited about this vision for community at Patreon, if they want to get involved, want to see the latest and greatest of what they're building, what should they be doing? Yes. So we're quite excited to be um, in a testing phase, an early access phase with some of these community product experiences, some of these native tools that for the first time we're going to be bringing to life that make it easier for these true fans to gather, connect, converse, and to have real identities for the first time on Patreon. But when they do gather, I think the best thing that we've seen is finding out which creators are excited about these native community experiences, have had success in the past, um, potentially with our third-party integrations like Discord, but are looking and longing for something more. Fans that are really interested in stepping up and playing a role, as we just discussed earlier, as sort of trusted members of the community to facilitate and uphold standards and norms, cultures and vibes. So we're really excited to kind of have this as a rolling invite process as we have these early testing experiences. We release some of these products in alpha 
We're releasing them as a beta, and we're quite excited in the coming months to learn and co-build directly with creators and their fans and understand, hey, what's working? What could be better? What are the gaps? What are the opportunities? Because ultimately, these native community product experiences are by and for creators and their fans. And so it's been really at the heart of our product development process to make sure that this is a rolling invite process, that we are keeping our creators and fans at the helm as we build. And we're really excited that we're going to be opening up the gates to this early access to more folks quite soon. Awesome. Well, so to recap some of the things we've talked about, we really understand with creators, they're nothing without their fans. Community is really at the center of membership and everything that they're doing. Think of fandom as a benefit, something that you can offer it. And when you engage with that way, when your community comes together, that makes your membership, your offering even more valuable. And to aim for something that's a multiplayer experience. It's not just the creator broadcasting or talking to their community. It's actually all the interconnections uh, that they've got there. And we aspire to give creators lots of control, the ability to shape their own dinner party and what the governance is, what the norms are there, and to appoint trusted moderators um, to be a part of it. So lots more to come for creators on what we're building here and the chance to get involved and be a part of the process. So Sam, thanks so much for giving people this view into the vision for community product at Patreon. Thank you, Brian. So happy to be here today and love the discussion. Hello again, creators. This is the end of the road for Backstage with Patreon. Thanks for being part of the journey, whether from episode one or joining us along the way. If you jumped in later, our back catalog of episodes should remain up in the feed with lots of tips for growing your creative business that are still relevant and timely. As I mentioned in the episode announcing the end of Backstage, I've now wrapped up my time at Patreon leading the creator success team and am relaxing in Taiwan with my family. I don't know what I'll be doing next, but I've loved getting to interview inspiring creators and turn company news into compelling audio stories. So maybe something involving one or both of those areas. You can find me in a few places online. My personal handle on Twitter is Brian Podcasting. My LinkedIn profile is under B-R-I-K-E-L-L. And email is easiest of all, brian.keller at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to the show and applying what we're sharing to your creative business or your interest in Patreon and the creator economy. And special thanks to the editor of every episode of Backstage, Tyler Morissette. And now that's it for our time together backstage.